Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. The Second Take Variety Hour is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the Second Take Variety Hour, the show with flavors so big you can see it. And I'm Sebastian. Yes, okay, there's a box of shapes to my side <laughs> and I just read off the box. You got me. I was going to say, that was very reminiscent of like Skittles or something, but that's Taste the Rainbow now that's that I think one. about it. That's next week's one, yeah. <laughs> I'm Andy Shosler. Hello. Hello. Crafted in Australia and I'm Alex. <laughs> it's true, he was. I've met his parents. <laughs> And welcome to the Variety Hour, the show in which we talk about stuff. Lots of stuff. <laughs> a variety of stuff. None of it has anything to do with the, the, other, the other part of the show. But you'll be sure to see what we're talking about in the yeah. name of the episode, so it's fine. That's right. we, do, we have two categories, movies and other things. Yep. Yeah. And the other things are so tempting because we spoke about movies on Monday. <laughs> All right. How has everyone's week been? Uh, it's been good. Yeah. It's been good. I've been watching a lot of YouTube, actually. Yeah. Yeah. What have I been doing? I'm just flashing back to me being at work, actually. It wasn't that exciting. Mm. Alex, you? Well, between working and studying, yeah. (laughs) But when did you get time to smile? Well, I smiled at work, which was very rare. Yeah. (laughs) Not really. I I smile all the time. I've met my smile quota for the week. Three. (laughs) Three. That's it. De- yep. After that, it's just deadpan. I can't wait for the Monday morning smile. <laughs> all right, so what are we all here to talk about today? So I want to talk about the difference in sort of editing and narratives between English and American reality TV shows. Interesting. I'm not sure how helpful I'll be on that topic, only because I, I, I don't say this as like a snooty, look at how sophisticated <laughs> I am, but I just don't watch much, if any, reality TV. No, I don't watch that many either. So this is specifically narrowed to the two shows that I, the only two reality shows that I really enjoy watching, uh, only because The Apprentice isn't available on streaming services. Oh, yeah. Because I'd like to watch, the, I'd rewatch The, the Apprentice. But uh, Kitchen Nightmares. That's Gordon Ramsay, right? Gordon Ramsay. I saw clips of that on YouTube before. I'm familiar with that one. And Dragon's Den, which has an American spin-off called Shark Tank. Both shows have a UK and an American version, so that's why they're good for comparison. Is Ramsay in both Kitchen Nightmares? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he has Kitchen Nightmares and then Kitchen Nightmares US, which was basically the same show, exactly the same format, at least in the first season, uh, and, and then just translated into the States. Okay. There's a like a sort of spin-off Hotel Hell. Oh, he, yeah, he did Hotel yeah. Hell. Um, then he did uh, Hell's Kitchen, which was just about 
you know, teams. It's sort of yeah. sort of a Master Chef yeah. uh, kitchen nightmares where it was two teams competing in the kitchen, mm. and then he had uh, the what F word. What are you, <laughs> idiot sandwich? <laughs> and then he had the F word, which was. Uh, not celebrities, but like you know, a football team, a group of bricklayers would 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 come in and run the kitchen for the day, mm. and it was just to see oh. how common people. How I hope people, you guys like toast and sausages. <laughs> well, no, just to show how how amateur amateur cooks could yeah. could come in and right. with the right guidance produce stuff that is mm. kind of good, and it makes for an interesting show. Okay, yeah. Alex, yeah, he do, he does a lot of kitchen stuff. Believe it for a chef, he does oh, a lot of kitchen yeah. stuff. Kitchen-themed shows. is surprising. (laughs) Uh, Alex, what do you bring into the table? I think this week I'm going to talk about a TV show. Still working that one out, are we? Or do you know which one? No, I know which one. Do tell. This is the segment that you actually requested in which we speak prior about what we're going to be talking about. (laughs) Touche. A sort of introduction, if you will. This was actually your idea. I I thought- we just did the entire show and this is my turn. So No, that's all I was <laughs> That was Andrew explaining his topic. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I know things. Oh, oh no. 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 Okay. Grace and Frankie. You'll have to also catch me up on that because I know those words. I don't know what that is. It's a show on Netflix. Am I thinking of Frank and the Robot? Mm, probably. This has got Jane Fonda and Lily... Oh no, Tom! No, no. Yeah, I have no idea who any of those people no. are. Um, and the guy from Law and Order, one of the cops from the original, the tall one, and um, <laughs> I know, <laughs> mate, you are painting and, me a vivid picture. And look, I don't get my height. You have to, you have, you have to tell me his eye color. I can't distinguish between celebrity heights, brown or blue. <laughs> I don't know my wife's eye color, let alone my <laughs> eye color. <laughs> My wife's color eyes colors are like white around the outside, and then like a little. I think darker there's a the color middle. on the in the middle section, <laughs> yeah. and then there's a non-white section inside. Yeah, it's yeah. like dark, dark, <laughs> like matter. I guess it's like the windows into the her soul. So Take I finished. Kingdom, <laughs> I finished Kingdom Hearts three. Oh, Boo. excellent! I have spoken about when I started Boo. it a few episodes ago. I remember you being very excited. Yes, I'm. We'll get to what I am now. Oh, I don't disappointed <laughs> because it doesn't live up to the nostalgia. Oh, uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, talk uh, about it. Oh, right now, now, is, yeah. now is the oh, time. Okay. This is your point. Seize the moment. Okay, carpe d moment. Are you guys familiar with the concept of Kingdom Hearts? Like no. in brief, no. We so, talked about it like two weeks ago. But like, I think I just said I'm playing a new game, and then I spoke about something else. No, you explained that there was like recap. Use the time. Sure. All right. Go for it. It's done by Square Enix, who's the company that makes Final Fantasy. So okay. they make a mixture. I mean, they are fantasy games. They're fantasy or they're sci-fi. They make role-playing games. Um, they made up Ooh. some original characters, threw them into this universe, which actually had existing Final Fantasy characters pulled from different games as oh. side characters, but more so uh, focus on Disney characters. Okay. So you would travel from world to world um, on a, on a, in, in, throughout the story and one world would be Mount Olympus and you'd be there with Hercules and all the Disney Hercules characters. And then you would go to the toy box, which is effectively the toy story world and Woody and Buzz Lightyear were there and they'd be part of the story. I've got some weird association because when you said Kingdom Hearts, I presumed it was some sort of medieval themed game. No, it's like, actually like a, a sort of crusader game. It's a sci-fi fantasy. Right. Yeah. So- the story is literally a basic story of the light versus the dark. And it's about these people who are trying to harness the, literally the power of darkness to put the world in shadow to control it. And about the good guys trying to use the power of light. It's, it's exactly base level what it sounds yeah, like, but it's, yeah. it's, also, it's also a Disney game. So it is, you know, it's, 
what it's trying to be. Games don't have to be complicated yeah. to be good. Pac-Man. Oh, this game is complicated <laughs> though, unfortunately. So they released number one on PS2 and then number two on PS2. And in between one and two, they had a Game Boy game that came out, which you would think, cool, fun little side game. Turns out very crucial for the narrative. Aha. Between two and three, because two came out, I want to say early 2000s, early 2000s. And three just came out 2019. So it's about like a 15, 14 year gap between two and three. Yes. There was like a thousand games in between from the PlayStation Portable to the Game Boy mobile games. Um, I think the PS Vita had one, a different Game Boy also had one. So two different Game Boy systems, all canon, all continuing the one story to this game and had points that if you didn't play the nine in between games, you didn't know. You get lost. Okay. Even though it's Kingdom Hearts one, two, and three on the main consoles. Yeah. And there's, and there's no recap at the start of the game. You can optionally watch the six videos you can watch in the menu on the game. That's meant to catch you up, but it only catches you up on one, two, and one and two, which are to be fair, the ones you've probably definitely played if you're playing number three, but there's still a lot of missing content. Yes. I've played a few of the in-between games, but unfortunately didn't have the time to play 10 of them or whatever the fuck it is. So I got lost for a couple of times, but my issue was the stories were very, when you go to the Disney world, you normally will, they'll, they'll insert their plot into the plot of that Disney film. And for example, you get to, I forget the name of the kingdom, Arendelle, I think from Frozen. There's a Frozen level. Right. I haven't seen Frozen. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, let me yeah, assist yeah. you with that. Let it go. <laughs> Elsa goes off on her own because she's done with society and she makes herself an ice an ice uh, castle to live by herself. But she does that to that Let It Go song. You've yes. probably heard that song. Yeah. So in the in the movie, big song as she's creating this giant ice castle to live in, yeah? Your guys have like walked up to speak to so- to speak to her and she start, and but they found, because she's run away, she starts making it and you are made to watch the entire like three and a half minute- Oh no. <laughs> song of this all done and as she's making the castle and then it instantly just, just cuts back to your characters just standing outside and like what just happened <laughs> she just had a music video in which she made a castle and they had to just watch oh, anyway skippable cutscenes. oh no you can worst. you can skip oh, it good, but okay. because it's a big story game you don't unless you've died and have to yeah. go back and repeat because then yeah whatever but there's no story it's just the song in this case yes that's actually fine <laughs> that's fine it was really well rendered it was and this is a fine song so she does that, you get kicked out and you have to make your way back up to where she was. Okay. In that time, the villain of the story has appeared, has already kidnapped Elsa, and then you see him on screen for about 40 seconds. And the next time you see him, which is five minutes later, he's trying to kill Anna, who's the other main character of the story. Who Have you seen the thing where she gets turned to ice? Yeah, so it goes to that bit where he tries to like hit her with a sword and she turns to an ice statue and his sword shatters. He falls on the ground, black smoke appears and he turns into a giant a boss, which okay. is like a giant dog creature. That's fine, whatever. He never utters a single word. He's on screen for less than a minute and turns to us. Like they just like rushed the entire second and third act of this thing and skipped it. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, you know this guy. Sure, who's that? Boom, boss, done. They did this on pretty much every level where they would just skip what would be, you know, an hour and a half of a movie and just jump ahead to like the, oh, it's time for a boss battle, right? And if you hadn't watched these Disney properties, you would not know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Like it was very badly done. I don't remember any giant dog boss in well, Frozen. Well, that's, yeah, the conceit is that the bad guys in all the Disney films are in leagues with the bad guys of the Kingdom Hearts universe. Uh. So he was 
with the dark guys and when he died they used him to it doesn't that, that, that that's actually the part that makes the most sense in the narrative of the game <laughs> it's just the fact that he appeared out oh, of good. nowhere never had an evil plot never said a word and then turned into a boss and that was it and like they ran over his whole love story with Anna, him doing it to trick to get to Elsa to kick out her because she thought she was this evil witch. Skipped all of that just so a dog monster could appear from somewhere. And that's how clumsy <laughs> most of the stories are told in this game. Okay. In the other ones, they went more in depth. You were normally along for a lot more of the movie's ride to go through like little bit of plot points here and there. And you get a good few hours out of each world. Like you go to Agrabah and you've got to go to like the Cave of Wonders to rescue the genie from this place or that place. And it all played in really nicely. In this one, it just feels like, like shit, we ran out of time. We only took 15 years to make this game. This so no- d- does it end up feeling more like a demo reel of yeah. Disney's highlights? Yeah. yeah. Some of the worlds were really fantastic though. I will say not all, I say all of them were shit, not all of them. Um, big Hero 6 was a great level. You, you're in the big city. Oh yeah, that is nice. Disney. Yeah, um, that was really fun. I really enjoyed that. They, they played with the element, the game there a little bit to make it a bit different. And I'm shocked to say the best level was Pirates of the Caribbean. Every yeah. world was a lot bigger in the PS4 game than it was in the PS2 games, like each individual world, just because yeah. there was more space on, you know, on the software to do it. But they were, while they were giant, you're kind of on rails, like all throughout Mount Olympus. It's, it looks like this huge sprawling area, but really you can't go left or right. You're following a path to a okay. next path. Part of the Caribbean, you actually had a ship you could control and you could just bring it yourself island to island, jump off your ship, go swimming anywhere you wanted, go on the island, explore what was on each, and there was like 10 different islands. It was almost like a small, but an open world environment, which was okay. great. But then there's um, the Monsters Inc. level, which you're in the Monsters Inc. factory and you're in a factory and the next room's also a factory and the yeah. next room's also a factory. There's a brief moment where you're outside of the factory, but I mean brief <laughs> is in like you walk around the corner and you're back inside the factory. So some parts were really lazy. Some parts were great. Like Toy Story, when you're on Andy Street, you're the size of a toy when you get to that level. Okay. Um, so you're walking on the street and you're tiny and there's just giant cars everywhere and there's all the monsters because they all appear randomly. That was all done well, but some places were just lazy as shit. Anyway, finished it. Um, it was nice, I guess. Lackluster? Yeah. Replayable? I'm going to probably go back to it a little bit because it's like they always put secret bosses and shit in so you can, because you can, after you play, you get like not even new game plus, you get, you save the game after you finished it and it saves you just before the final battle. So then you can go and visit whatever world you want and pick up all the collectibles you missed and all that. And there's okay. bosses hidden on every other world so you can go and fight them for like more of a challenge. I might do that, but it actually ended on a cliffhanger. So I thought it was going to be the final game of the series. That's my stupid mistake. They have 15 games into a series. I don't know if they're going to stop anyway. So it ended. I, pro- <laughs> I, pro- I will probably get the next one, but the- I'll just have to see what it looks like because I just I finished it and I was like, oh, yeah, you shouldn't have waited 15 years if this is what you were going to release. Yeah. So uh, five out of 10, <laughs> yes. six out of 10, I don't know. It was pretty. Combat was really fun. It's like, have you ever played Dynasty Warriors? No. No. Oh, okay. Well, it's just free flow, mash the X button, hit things and run around. Like okay. it's, yeah. 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 So like, it's almost it's how, every it's how other I, fighter. Oh, like what? All, like most fighters. Yeah, like any, just mash those buttons down. That's all. GTA. Um, yeah, but it's like with, with like. handheld weapons though, and it's like jumping over enemies and it's it's really free flow. It's not like, because it's it's not a shooter or anything. I'm trying to think of like a good like sword and shield sort of game. But that's like oh, Dynasty like, Warriors was a good reference for that because it's that the, running around through hordes of enemies because it's, it's you normally with like 50 enemies at once around you. So you just- Lord of the Rings games maybe. Um, in a way, like yeah. the, the hand-to-hand combat. Yes, sort of but you've got a lot more health. 
Okay. Because you don't die and respawn. Like it's just your yeah. character. Yeah. Okay. But that's that game. It sure did exist. <laughs> Lovely. Well, speaking of games people play, mm. television producers, reality television producers, I get the feeling of playing a game with us, especially the American ones. Sure. Tell me if you, if, if, if you have this same feeling that British reality shows tend to feel very real. Like, you're, of course, for, for Kitchen Nightmares, for a show like that, you're not seeing every single moment that happens. No. Gordon Ramsay's in there for several hours a day over the course of an entire week. So you really are seeing the important uh, sort of highlights or you know, memorable moments yeah. of, of the whole thing. Um, but the way that the British shows are edited, you kind of get the feel like they're just telling the story in sequence as it happens. Like they're not pushing a narrative necessarily. But American stuff always feels like somebody is trying to push a story that isn't necessarily there. Yeah, they're pushing for that bit that just before the trailer to get you, sorry, the trailer, to get you before the ad break, that little cliffhanger every moment to get you to come back for the next one. Yeah, it's like they try and shoehorn in yeah. some drama mm. that just didn't happen or they, they intensify things that were really quite bland and mundane. But just for the sake of the show, they, they make oh, it, yes. they edit it in such a way and they show you just the right things to make you go, oh my God, that's what a bastard. I can't believe he did yeah. that. Yeah. I can't believe he said that. It's literally propaganda tactics. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, yeah. Like I, my, one of my favorite shows at the moment, RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. Obviously a reality TV show about a bunch of drag queens that are competing to be America's next drag superstar. Now that had a big break from when it was first around in the 90s yep. to the newer episodes. Yeah. Have you seen any of the older ones? I, I have not. Okay. Um, okay. But I, I've, I've watched sporadically seasons one, two, and three, and then- basically all of season four to now 11. Okay. Including four seasons of All-Stars, which the drag queens who didn't win come back and compete to get an, like an All-Star title. And how much of a difference is there between it, the earlier episodes to, to the ones now? Amazingly different. Okay, yeah. Like um, there was always drama. I, I throw a bunch of queens into a room that not all of them are necessarily going to like each other and have the same point of view. Very catty, but <laughs> there's definitely like drama driven through editing. Yes, yes, yes. And the narrative yes. is what creates the not the actual story like, itself. Like even like the promo reel for the next episode <laughs> is like someone says something and then it's edited and there's like a reaction shot of someone else and you're like, yeah. but then you watch the episode and like – the reaction is to something completely different. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, well, that kind of meant nothing. Like it was just like a, they said something and they were like, oh, damn, I don't want to be that. Like, And it's, and it, and it's strange that the, way that the way that they edit it, I get the feeling with American shows that they cut and paste a lot. Oh, yeah. Where, and, and it may not be the case, but I get the, it, it feel, British shows feel like they just, they just, play it sequentially. They don't necessarily do things out of order the way uh, an, an American show might. Yeah. Um, and they let the story tell itself. Like if it's – of course they're going to try and make it – they're going to try and highlight important bits to give it some sort of oomph. You don't want yeah. the show to be boring after all. You, you're making yeah. a show for, for viewers. Yeah. But the appeal that British shows have – and things like Dragon's Den, at least in the early seasons because it's kind of getting a little bit contrived now. It's up to season 16. Jeez, wow. okay. Dra and, yeah. and it's still going now, Dra Dragon's Den. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know if Shark Tank still has 
current episodes. Okay. But Dragon's Den absolutely is still on. Okay. I know I know Good Mythical Morning only recently did a like a Dragon's Den or a, or a Shark Tank based episode. Yeah. So oh, right, okay. I don't know that that was, I don't think they were using recent episodes. Oh, I can tell you, yeah. possibly. Yeah. I mean, they the way reality shows work is that they they do record genuine conversations, yeah. but they edit they edit it yeah. in such a way and they kind of push it in such a way as to only include um, bits of dialogue that tell a certain narrative. So you could yeah. have you can have five lines that a character says that make it into the show out of fifty that they say, yeah. and those five paint a completely different picture to what the actual person is when you watch all when, when you yeah. hear all fifty in context, yeah, if that footage exists at all. Hundred <laughs> percent. And I don't know. Do you get that feeling? Did have, have you watched enough to sort of get a difference in in the feel? British stuff feels like it's real and genuine, and American yeah. stuff feels like it's package that's done for for viewership honestly out of all this the only ones i've really watched have been the kitchen nightmares one okay and amy's bakehouse that was an american episode is that right oh, that's probably oh. the yeah. most famous one yeah, yeah. so amy's, yeah. amy's baking company yes so i've seen that one but then i've seen a lot of ones like old english pubs yeah okay and but it's hard to compare those ones because that was one crazy motherfucker it was and, so and it's hard to say how much of but was she <laughs> you watch her online, and she is pretty. She uh, was pretty insane. Yeah, yeah. The, no, I, I've seen it too. Her <laughs> socials are crazy. Though. The British ones, the, the British ones of Kitchen Nightmares are definitely a lot lower energy than the American shows. Mm. Mm. And even the American first season, which was basically, you know, take take this format from the UK and dump it in the states. That one still kind of felt. Real, just mm. with American accents and, and voices. Um, Sebastian's is probably the best episode from the first season. I agree with yeah. that statement <laughs> without seeing it. It's the it's best. Episode six of season one. I, I encourage you to, to watch it if you like Kitchen Nightmares. It's a, it's a good one for Kitchen Nightmares. Okay. Uh, and, and the fallout from it is also quite interesting to, to listen to. Okay. But then after that, season two, it starts to feel contrived. It starts to feel uh, manufactured rather than – a depiction yeah. of what actually, ha- you know, a highlight of what actually happened. I can't, well, I can't remember which season, sorry, I can't remember which season or what episode, but there's one where he goes into, it's a restaurant that a lady and a man uh, who are business partners are running this restaurant. And oh, where she's angry all the time? Oh, yeah. She and just squares at him and get the, get the, yeah. And, yeah. and he's like, yeah. fine. Yeah. Deal with this shit yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, obviously that was like very tame to what, Gordon says, yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, he, he absolutely leaves. And, yeah. and, and as, as, oh. as the American seasons progress, there's a, it's, it, it's a lot louder. There's a lot more yelling. yelling. There's yeah. a lot more uh, moments where people are about to leave or you just say, well, fine, I will close. And then that's it. Commercial break. Yeah. 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 I wonder if part in the curtain a bit, when he gets there before they start recording, he, if he's like really nice, Hey, lovely to meet you. I am going to play things up quite allowed you know for the sake of the show so i just want you to know try, don't try not to be too offended but i'm probably <laughs> going to scream at you and swear and i just want you to know you, which, you know, know it's all here for fun you know you never know but but yeah. from people that have um been contestants on or, or you know participants in the show they say that no the the character gordon ramsay that you see on television is not what he's like most of the time in real life he's mm. actually quite genuine and, and pleasant. Oh, I've seen him interview and, on shows. Oh, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. seems 
He doesn't seem like someone with an anger problem. I'll put it that way. No. And of course, when you only include those things, that's the image that's going to be portrayed. But even even in the shows when they're doing that, Gordon Ramsay is, you know, his narrative is the hero. He's just there to help. So he's always going to be- He's Dr. Cox. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be painted in the best light. Even though he gets fiery, there's going to be an excuse for it and it's going to be in context. See, I never watched, I've never watched Big Brother, but my point of reference for how these shows evolve is in Australia, season one to season two or three. Season one was literally just- there's cameras everywhere. Watch these people live. Yeah. Season onwards. Mm, yeah. Now there's a game. One of them's yeah. a spy. Yeah. We released five live snakes into the house to see what happens. Like they, they start to- That's right. Survivor mole. Yeah. Survivor yeah. mole, big brother. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I guess when you say like season one for the American version was kind of like the British one, but then it's like, you need escalation. Why am I watching season two if it's the same thing again? And you, and you can't- just produce the same show. You've mm. got to include the next gimmick and then it gets really contrived, you know, so much, so much more than the last one. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. I, I, so, two I, houses. <laughs> I know I made it up, but I really wish they did like a, we released live snakes into the house or something like that. Like, like we've released a rabies infected dog. Yeah. Who is next? Like, <laughs> First one to purgatory wins. Literally <laughs> hunger games. Yeah. But we put one trident in the middle of the house. First person to get it is King of Atlantis. <laughs> Ocean Master. Ocean Master. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible. Uh, Alex, your topic, okay. please. Grace like, and Frankie. Yeah, so what is that? It's a TV show uh, on Netflix um, starring Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda, Martin Sheen, and the other guy from. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the, the original Law and Order? I do not. The two, yep. the, the two cops. <laughs> Old man Wait, cop or young no, man cop? No, he was he was one of the lawyers. Oh god! <laughs> you know what? You you talk about this show I've never seen. I'm just going to Google it for you. Does that sound good? <laughs> okay, so it starts off in season one. Jane Fonda and Martin Sheen are married, and then Lily Tomlin and the other guy are married, and they're. Older, they're probably in their sixties or seventies at this stage. They've got adult children. Um, how do you have an adult kid? That feels like a that's skipping quite a lot of steps there. Well, Lots had, of pushing. They've had children and they've grown into adults. Sam um, Waterson. Yes, that's his name. I'm just pull, pull up a picture for Andrew. Yeah, he's not the one I was picturing for the record. I was switching on some SVU, I think, but I do recognize his face. Oh. If only yeah. you told me brown eyes, I would have yeah. known exactly Sorry, what you meant. Brown eyes, grey hair. Oh, oh, yeah. Come on, Alex. <laughs> For the record, how are you seeing his eyes and not his eyebrows? Yeah. <laughs> this man has ninety percent facial yeah. hair and it's all above the above the cheeks. <laughs> anyway, so it um, it turns out that what's his name, Sam? Is it, yeah, he has a very sympathetic face. His, his character Sam. name is Saul Bergstein. It is, but his name um, is Sam. Sam's the actor. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, he and Martin Sheen have been having an affair together for twenty something years, and they've been oh they've been law partners. Um, they're in a law law firm and partners in crime, but they've been more than just <laughs> partners at their law firm. They've been partners, and they've been <gasps> cheating on their wives together. But it's about the story of how they come out, and they okay. they are they've had it with every everything and they finally want to be together they finally want to be happy okay. and it's about grace and frankie who are their wives um coming to to terms with what has happened to both of them um and they they had a joint beach house and that they both end up 
like moving to and living right. together, and it's about their relationship because they don't don't like each other much to begin with, and it's the struggles of that, and it's up to season five, and okay, it is the the one of the two or three shows that my wife and I watch together that we absolutely cannot watch without each other. Right. Like where we've got two episodes left of of season five, and we are putting it off because we, we don't want it. To, yeah. We we don't want it to end okay. as, as well. Okay. So is um, is the fifth season the last one? No. Or oh, that's that's just it's it's just what yeah, they're up to for the moment. Um, but yeah, it's it's so fantastic. Five, it is, okay, five five seasons worth. Is it? Is it a funny show or yeah? It's a comedy. Like, oh, okay, okay, oh, yeah. good. Comedy, <laughs> drama, suspense, and clowns fighting. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> Funnily enough. All very accurate. Uh, um, I picked well with with the soundbites. You, you really did. Um, Although I got two left that I'm just pinging for. Um, spiders outro. Uh, no, 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 it's like two actual soundbites <laughs> that aren't like related to the show. Oh, okay. That's what I can uh, wait. Good. Please continue. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So, so it's it's just Gracie about- and Frankie is is the show. Grace Did you say greater good? I could just be for the greater good. <laughs> sorry. Just that was a stretch. Sorry. <laughs> the other one would be a lot uh, easier to use though. That was the that was the Hail Mary. <laughs> just press one. it. Just press it already. Oh. Release the home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a it's a really fun show. Um, Soul and Frankie, so uh, Lily Tomlin and Sam. Whatever his name is, eyebrows Bergstein. Um, oh wait, no, it's the character Saul Bergstein. Saul Bergstein and Frankie Bergstein. Yes, um, they it, it, throughout the seasons you you find out they couldn't have children, so they adopted two children. So they've got Bud and Coyote. <laughs> Great. Bud is wait a, Coyote. You say Coyote's a kind <laughs> of dog, right? <laughs> sure, I assume. Um, Bud is um, African American. And Coyote is white. Okay. Um, so it, oh, wait, like sorry, a, sorry. Which one's which? Sorry. Bud is African American. Yeah, the other one. Yeah, is uh, white. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, why is that uh, controversial? It's, 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 it's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's because uh, the parents are both white, and they, okay. their family unit when they were together is yeah. so, so solid. Like they're, they're brothers. It's, it's really fun. It's, 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 it's nice. Good. So strong recommend. Um, strong recommend from me. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it a go. Yeah. Sounds like it could be an interesting show. Very funny. Get through the first couple of episodes. Yeah. Um, oh, you've and, always got to yeah, get and, the exposition in the world. And, yeah. and then when it gets to like season three, get past a couple of the episodes. Okay. Just, I would just, just skip season four as well because <laughs> they were doing some like Roseanne level season finale stuff where it was all story. I will but then halfway through season five, oh, it's good. <laughs> I'll give away one thing. Ooh. They create a company. To, Grace and Frankie create a company together. Uh, called Vibrant. Yes. Which is vibrators for older ladies. <laughs> oh, wait. No, no. Say that again. I just messed that up. Please, please, this will be good. Vibrators for older ladies. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. 
because vibrators they rumble. Do you get it? Yeah. Oh, classic. It's, it's great. I, I recommend. Excellent. Yeah, go All give right. it a go. All right. Well, if you were to recommend us to someone, where would you where would you tell them to go? I would tell them to go to Instagram at Second Take Podcast and check us out. Or if you live in the future, you find us on Twitter at Second Take TNC. Or if you live in the now, go to Facebook because that's where everyone is and search our name. Yes. <laughs> um, if you want to reach out to the podcast as well, we do have an email address, secondhandpodcast at gmail.com. And you can go to our website for three years worth of back catalog of reviews and other midweek shows like a lot of variety hours. We've also got a bunch of series called How to Save where we just really just talk shit about a celebrity for 15 minutes. And before then, the debate series in which Alex oh. just hated it. And he just hated at, it so at much. The, <laughs> at the time, I wish we were doing it again now, though. <laughs> Can we do a second, second midweek show? Um, I mean, there's only one middle of the week, but we can. We have a Friday spot, I suppose. <laughs> anyway. End, end week show debate series. We're starting it today. That website where you can find all those goodies is secondtakepodcast.com. Thank you very much for joining us today, guys. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.